Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining us once again. Another episode of Talking Fight featuring Christian from the Friday Night Panel. will be speaking to us today on the Olympics, specifically boxing, coming up this July in Tokyo. What do you have for us today, Christian? Uh, well, once again, we've got a few things to unpack today, so we're going to dive right in here, Graham. Uh, starting off with the games themselves, an anti-Olympics protester posed as a reporter and interrupted a news conference hosted by the International Olympic Committee yesterday. So the man, who portrayed himself as David O'Brien from Yahoo, obtained access to a virtual news conference with IOC spokesperson Mark Adams, following an, this was just following an executive board meeting. So when given the floor in order to ask a question, the man appeared on camera holding a black banner, or it might have been a scarf of some form, uh, reading No Olympics in Tokyo 2020. At that point in time, he started chanting an expletive uh, laden chant of, you know, I'll leave, I'll leave the expletives out, but no Olympics anywhere, no Olympics anywhere, blank the Olympics. We don't want Olympics anywhere, no Olympics LA, no Olympics Tokyo. Weirdly enough, he left Beijing off that list. But... The man's video feed was promptly cut by the IOC's media team. Uh, Adams noted that IOC President Thomas Bach, who regularly fields questions from reporters in virtual news conferences, was not on the call at the time, uh, saying, I'm sorry to disappoint you that it was me and not the president today. Obviously, uh, would have been maybe, obviously, would have probably made the stunt a little bit more interesting. I'm used to it, so that's fine. So it says Adams. Uh, Wednesday's disruption does come amid growing consternation in Japan regarding the summer's Tokyo Olympics, which are scheduled to begin in the UK, sorry, on July 23rd. Dozens of Japanese towns have also now abandoned plans to host the Olympic athletes due to concerns that they will overburden an over, already overstretched medical resource, uh, medical resource amid a fourth wave of coronavirus infections. Uh, this was reported by the, the Nikkei newspaper on uh, just this morning. So far, about 40 of more than 500 towns registered to welcome international competitors have decided not to accept athletes for training camps as well as cultural exchanges uh, before the games. Now, the newspaper uh, just said this sorting unnamed government sources. The reluctance of some towns to host visiting athletes, which is normally a source of pride for communities outside of the host's uh, city, is the latest sign of how deep uh, the unease in Japan is over the scheduling of this games in the middle of the pandemic. Other regions, schedule, uh, other regions scheduled to host athletes have also been hard hit, including the eastern prefecture of Chiba, where the U.S. track and field team had been due uh, to hold a training camp. The prefecture reported on Wednesday that the team has now canceled those plans. Chiba Governor Toshihiro, sorry, Toshihito Kumagai said that the prefecture would not guarantee hospital beds for athletes as they should not be given pre preferential treatment, saying... Chiba Prefecture is not thinking about securing scarce hospital beds for athletes and peoples involved in the games in a way that would prohibit our own residents from using them. Uh, Shiro Hasawaga, an official at uh, Okaizumo town, of Okaizumo town, said it was no longer possible as well to host uh, India's hockey team for pre-games training as planned before the pandemic struck as well. Just the latest in uh, many, many blows that Team India right across their Olympic spectrum has been feeling as of late. 
Japan reported more than 7,000 new infections on Wednesday with 969 cases in the Tokyo region. About 700 new cases were also confirmed on Thursday in the northern prefecture of, of Hokkaido, uh, where the Olympic marathon is due to take place. And that marks a record high for the northern island. So things are still progressing much as we kind of assumed they would, Bram, uh, in Japan right now amid consuming growing cases of coronavirus and growing local concern as to whether or not these games should be taking place. So the next thing I've got to talk about here is actually someone who's been stuck kind of in the middle of all of this uh, in Japan on both sides. Uh, Japanese nurse Arisa Tsubara has trained around her work shifts now for over a year to prepare for a final Olympic boxing qualifier in hopes of making the Tokyo Games this summer. Now, that dream was shattered as after the IOC uh, canceled the boxing qualifier due to take place in June in Paris, only to replace it with a boxing qualifier in June in Paris. But that's besides the point. Um, and said it would allocate those spots to athletes based on their world rankings in recent years. You guys know all that already. So this change in criteria has effectively shut the door on many Olympic hopefuls, such as Tsubata, uh, whose rankings aren't good enough, unfortunately, to earn an automatic spot uh, or an automatic qualification for the Games in Tokyo. Other qualifying competitions for the Olympics have also been canceled. It's not just us. Uh, in order to uh, focus on her boxing, though, the 27-year-old nurse quit her job at a major hospital in January to take on a less demanding as well as lower paying position at a smaller psychiatric clinic. Since then, she's been training three hours a day during the week, extra hours on Saturday, and only taking Sundays off in order to rest or get a massage, saying it's very disappointing uh, for her. Uh, she currently works at the uh, Life Support Clinic in Tokyo, saying, I had been working so hard for a year after the postponement of the Olympics, and it's so frustrating that I don't even have the right to compete. Now, her feeling of frustration and uncertainty, of course, is being shared by many athletes globally whose careers have been thrown into limbo after the pandemic dashed some people's lifelong dreams of participating in a global sporting event. The IOC had, at this point has a June 29th deadline to wrap up qualifications for all sports for this year's Olympics. Um, with, canceled qualify with the canceled qualifiers, it now has to allocate 53 boxing uh, quotas across several regions based on ranking points going back to 2017. So as a nurse in Japan and a boxer, she does have mixed feelings as to whether or not the Olympics, as we know, due to start in July, should be going ahead at all as cases rise. Now she says, as an athlete, considering fellow athletes waiting for this moment, and especially seeing my chance being taken away, I think that the Olympics should happen, adding, but as a nurse, this might be difficult for Japan to hold these games if the spread of coronavirus is not contained quickly. She's also added that it is too early for her at this point in time to start thinking about the games in Paris in 2024 and says that she, at that point in time, may be too old to keep up with the physical uh, strength required to compete and train at that level. So, you know, a bit of a, you know, something we haven't talked about yet who's stuck right in the middle of that one. You know, she, she's on the front lines of coronavirus as a nurse working in the Tokyo area. And but at the same time, very much wants to be getting into the ring with everyone else. So, you know, feel bad for her, but uh, it just kind of underlines what's going on. At the, this is uh, there's no easy answer because there's there's two sides to this and perfectly kind of encapsulated in one person there. Pardon me. 
But on to bigger and better things. On to bigger and better things, Graham. Uh, our friends south of the border. Team USA has announced the names of the boxers headed to Tokyo representing the United States at the Olympic Games. This is, of course, pending the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee approvals. That's going to be Rashida Ellis from Lynn, Massachusetts, Virginia Fuchs of Houston, Texas, Naomi Graham of Fayetteville, North Carolina, Delonte Johnson, Cleveland, Ohio, O'Shea Jones of Toledo, Ohio, and Richard Torres Jr. of Tolaire, California. Now, all six of these boxers are going to be competing in their first Olympic Games, so no repeats on this one. So going through the list here, the 2019 Elite Women's World Championships bronze medalist, Ellis, will compete in the women's lightweight, that's 60 kilograms, uh, division. Ellis won bronze at the 2019 Pan American Games to add to her boxing task force rankings to solidify her position for Tokyo as the second highest ranked American boxer and 12th overall in her weight class. Ellis will be looking to win Team USA's first women's lightweight Olympic medal. And uh, according to uh, Carl over there, if she runs into any uh, any Brits, she's in big trouble. But we'll see. Uh, Virginia Fuchs is going to be representing Team USA in the flyweight division. That's 51 kilograms. And the 33-year-old will be looking to earn the U.S. Uh, boxing its second medal in women's flyweight division since the introduction of the event at London 2012. Fuchs brings uh, an impressive resume to the ring, including a bronze medal at the 2018 Women's World Championships and a silver medal from the 2019 Pan Am Games, which places her as the second highest American flyweight boxer and 16th overall in the BTF rankings. Uh, the 2019, sorry, and 2019, let's try this in English, and those BTF rankings. Moving on, 2019 Pan American Games, Lindsay, uh, sorry, Graham, is uh, the highest seeded American female middleweight at 75 kilograms and uh, boxer in the BTF rankings where she's currently sits eighth place overall. There we go. I knew I'd find myself eventually there. Now, Graham earned her points from her Pan Am, uh, those are Pan American Games title, as well as her third place finish at the 2018 Women's World Championships and a top five finish at the 2019 edition of the World Championships again. Graham, who will become uh, USA Boxing's first to achieve uh, first active female military member to compete in an Olympic Games. So she's got that one on her belt as well. Uh, and uh, will be in contention to grab Team USA's third straight gold medal in the women's middleweight division. So no pressure there. Jones will step into uh, the ring in one of two newly added women's weight classes, the welterweight, uh, sitting at 69 kilograms division. Now, Jones, who made history in 2019 with her gold medal performance at the Pan Am Games, will be looking to continue making history by becoming the first Olympic gold medalist in her, uh, in her new weight division. The 23-year-old added valuable points to her rankings with a top five placement at the 2019 Elite Women's World Championships to finish as the top America's boxer and seventh overall in the Boxing Task Force rankings for the welterweight division uh, to punch her ticket for Tokyo. The second Ohioan, that's people from Ohio for those across the pond, uh, to represent Team USA, Johnson extends the streak of Cleveland native boxing Olympians to four now, following in the footsteps of Charles Conwell in 2016 and Ter uh, Terrell Gosha in 2012 and Raynell Williams back in 2008. The welterweight, that's 69 kilograms, 
who uh, first caught the attention of the boxing world with his gold medal performance at the 2016 Youth World Championships and earned his ranking points through his bronze medal finish at the 2019 Pan American Games and uh, top 16 placement at the 2019 Elite World Championships. Uh, Johnson was the third highest seeded American boxer and sits currently 19th overall. Torres Jr., the highest ranked super heavyweight, that's 91 kilograms plus, uh, boxer from the Americas in ranked 11th overall in the Boxing Task Force rankings, earned his place through his third place performance at the 2019 Pan American Games and top five standing at that year's Elite Men's World Championships. Torres is a former Youth World Championship bronze medalist and will be the first American boxer to compete in this weight class since London 2012. Team USA is going to be guided through this whole thing by uh, U.S. boxing national head coach, Billy Walsh. So that sums up what we've got going on down south of the border with our friends there. Let's see here. We've got Carl Scheiman in here. The Queen is planning another bank holiday due to the expected medal haul from Great Britain boxers. You heard it here first. Okay, so apparently uh, in August, we're going to be shutting down the streets of London in honor of uh, Great Britain's pugilists. But until then, we're going to stick with the, our friends south of the border for now for today's stories. <laughs> you know what? Seriously, thanks very much, Christian. Great report again. Uh, I really I really hope one of these uh, episodes features uh, Carl from Last Bell Boxing so he can give us an update on great britain's team just to just to give us a first-hand look at how they're doing not they're gonna do well, great <laughs> well i i know i know carl does know a bit about our, our amateurs on that side and big t when he's around definitely is a wealth of knowledge on that one but i i think uh i think ray from last bell boxing was offering uh some guidance on britain the state of britain's amateur boxing just the other day so we may have to uh get either carl and ray or just ray over here on the show to uh to have a chat about what's going on with our friends across the pond. Yeah, we absolutely should. All right. Well, thanks very much, Christian. And uh, that's it. That's it. Uh, great report, as usual. And I'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk then. <laughs>